Hello, Sunshiner. Welcome to Exploring Sunshine. Today's episode is about a determined mother who ended up studying mediumship in order to channel her late son's spirit. She is now teaching others how to develop their psychic abilities in order to help themselves or others find comfort and inner peace from their grief. Cultures around the world believe in spirits that dwell in other realms. Ghosts are the most common belief of paranormal phenomena. Today's quote is inspired by Einstein. The intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. I think it's important to come back to the inner knowing, our internal compass. It's when we silence our mind, we can hear what our soul truly wants. And if we harness our psychic abilities, we'll be able to channel messages from the spiritual realm. Our guest today will be sharing with us how to access what spirit is trying to communicate to us. Meet Sharon McGregor, a psychic medium who has devoted her life to helping those grieving to connect with their departed loved ones in the spiritual realm in order to have some comfort knowing that they're in a better place. Let's explore together to see how Sharon brings out the sunshine from within. Hello, Sharon McGregor. Thank you so much Hi, for thanks. coming. <laughs> thanks so, for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So this is Sharon McGregor, and she is a medium. Now, Sharon, what is a medium? So in a nutshell, um, a medium is someone who connects with your loved ones in spirit. So those that have passed over. So care to elaborate on, on your path and what led you to becoming a medium? So, I mean, this is a story, obviously, that um, is on my website and, and a lot of people know that I lost my son in a single car accident in 2010. Um, Matthew, he was my only child. And I just didn't want to be that. here. You know, I, I was in a bad place and I needed to know where he was. And like I said, I've, I always believed in mediums and, and I used to always go to psychics when I was a kid and, and things like that with my, with my mum. And, um, and for those who don't know, I'm English, by the way. Um, I love the accent. So much, so much, so much. And, um, and so when he passed, um, I, I just needed to know where he was. So I started going to mediums to, you know, to connect and things like that and just you know just it was the only thing that kept me going so was he able to um come through to other people to you yeah yes he did okay big time yeah in, in in so many ways and then when you started connecting more and more to him did that feed your interest in trying to learn how to do that yourself or how did you end up where you are now well basically you know what? I read a book, The Gift of Light. Um, I read that book just after Matthew passed. And it was even then I thought, I want to do this because it was again, this was about a woman who had lost a child and she developed her mediumship. 
And when I read that, I thought, I want to do that. I didn't know we could do that. I didn't know you could just develop, right? I assumed you had to be born with it and, you know, you're chosen. Um, after I read that and, I, you know, I started going to mediums and, and to the spiritualist church and things like that, and then someone actually said, you can do this for yourself. And I didn't believe them at first. I'm thinking, like, you know, how? Like, what? So basically, I started going to development workshops, and even the first class I went to, the first or the first workshop that I went to, and I think Matthew had only been gone a few months. I smelled him. Like I smelled his aftershave. And like I was just a bubbling wreck. You know, the little skeptic in me said, you know, if this is really you, go away and come back with the smell. And he did. Oh my gosh. And after that, I was, that was it. I was like, I was hooked. That's so that was so that really just started my path from there just just carried on and it was something I wanted to do just for me I, I didn't plan on doing readings for other people or anything like that this was just purely for me so that I knew when he was around what signs to look for and you know these coincidences and things like that right but then obviously there was a a bigger plan had from that absolutely incredible you know I met Sharon at a lovely women's retreat friend uh, Laurel Crossley she's incredible and then I'm in this huge room huge cafeteria and I'm sitting at a table with my other cabin you know my roomies and we're at the table and here's Sharon on a stage and and she introduces herself as a medium and I'm like oh my gosh a medium no way because I'm so into these things and I I would love always to you know connect with spirit and that's it's so interesting to me of course if if Sharon's at Laurel's event you know at her retreat then obviously she's the real deal because of course there are a lot of con artists in in every uh in every profession right (laughs) in every profession some people fake it right but um so I knew that this was going to be so interesting and what happened that night was that you ended up reading two of the six people in my cabin and they were just blown away, absolutely blown away when one lady who lost her brother and another who lost her grandmother, just the messages you you said, they were just floored and we would talk about it later in the cabin that night. And I was just so enamored by you and what you did. And later when I put my own uh, little retreat together for one of my inner child events, you agreed to come on and, uh, and do you know, some readings for people. And it was incredible because what Sharon did, you know, I know when you do this, Sharon, there, <laughs> there are some people who don't work with you. Is that true? Like you, you have an audience and what happens? Well, sometimes there, I mean, there are skeptics out there, which is, is fine. Like, you know, not everyone has to follow the rules, <laughs> my rules. I'm not there to change their way of thinking. That's not my purpose. If right. it happens, it happens. Right. Right. You know, if I can, if I can prove something to them or give them a message that kind of maybe sways them a little bit, then that's great. I'm not there to be a monkey and do an act. <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. You know, for sure. You know I mean? hear it's like, it's up to them. I'm not it there to, to, to prove anything particularly like, it, I mean, it can be hard if there's if there's a skeptic out there or, you know, even someone that that, you know, they, they believe, but they, they feel like they're supposed to keep 
stunned and, and say nothing when a medium's trying to connect with with their loved one and connect and pass the message on to them you still need the vibration of the client to answer and say yes i understand that or no i don't or something like that because everything's vibration if someone sat there like this cross-armed and things like that it's going to be hard to try that connection with that person so is that need to be open is, so is that because they're blocking their heart energy and also they're blocking their heart energy and you know their thoughts are up this is rubbish and I'm, I'm not giving her anything and things like that well it's not that you're not giving me you're just not opening your heart to accepting it's not giving it's accepting right yeah so it can make it difficult that's true and you know it's interesting because uh, I remember there was someone there who I thought with every single detail you gave regarding their um, loved one's passing, I, I, was, I thought for sure they would be so excited afterwards to tell me. And, uh, and so when I said, oh my gosh, wasn't that incredible? Like, what did you think? Skeptic all the way through. And I was yeah. just like, my mind was like blown because I, I thought you know, logically one plus one is two here. I did not have that experience. My own loved one in that case didn't pass away under that story and those reasons and all the messages that came through. So it just goes to show you that if you're going to be skeptic, it doesn't matter how much proof you give to that person. If yes, yeah. as you, if you're blocked, you're not going to receive it. You're really yeah. not. No, and, exactly. And all yeah. I can do, all I can do is pass on what I'm getting. It's, beautiful. it's up to the it's up to the client if they want to receive it or not. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I, I, yeah, I can't do anything else about that. Yeah, because it's the shame. Other, it is it's a shame, shame because they miss they miss so much. Yeah. Um evidence, so much love that's coming through, so much healing. Yes, that's what it is. Right? It's the healing. You're 100% right because this person yeah. wasn't ready to heal. This person got a message from Sharon through the loved one of the apologies and the realization of what they did wrong in that lifetime being that, you know, that um, role model should have been the role model, but they weren't. And this person wasn't able to accept that. I think that's, that was more powerful than anything else. And no matter what you give, you just channeling and doing the best you can with respect. And Sharon's the real deal. Like she's doesn't sugarcoat anything. She's not going to make something up for the sake of it because, okay, I, you know, like she will say, oh, either it's not coming through or it is coming through. And with that in mind, if let's say someone comes to you and they say they want to um, get a message from their late father, let's say, and now you're reading them, does that father come through to you? Is there a time frame? How does it all work? Well, the rule of thumb is I usually say to people, give it three to six months before you go and see a medium after they've passed right having said that some spirits come through the day of it's really up to them right sometimes if you're so desperate to hear from someone like the client we you know you can block that yourself just because you you know you're in a bad place or you're you know trying to heal things like that there's a lot of things that it that can block it right so i do say three to six months but no hard fast rule i mean it's it's up to the client it, interesting try, if they want to try interesting but as a medium mm -hmm. i have no control who comes through so somebody could be gone three days three years 30 years 
if they don't want to come through, there's nothing I can do, right? All I can do as the medium is basically, if you imagine it being a phone, all I can do is dial the phone and if they pick up, they pick up. I don't guarantee that I can get the loved one that you want to hear. Now, there'll be somebody that comes through. Mm -hmm. There's always someone, but whether it's that person specifically you want to hear from, I don't know. Right. 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 I can't control that. Um, I'm a big believer in there's a specific medium for a specific person and they'll use my life experiences. You know, when spirit want to project an, an image on me, they can only use what I've got up here. Right. So that's why I always say to people like they'll use TV shows and movies because I watch a lot of TV. Right. Very sad life. But I watch <laughs> a lot of TV. They use that. You know, so it'll be, oh, I, I remember this scene in Greece or I remember this scene from a new, the news that I've just watched. And there'll be something similar to what the loved one's trying to say. Incredible. Right. So they'll, they project that image to me or so something that you'll I've gone through. Mm. Yeah. Something that I've gone through. Right. It might be that I'm reminded of when I did this or you know or or some just anything that I've got up here and that's all they can use I'm reminded of do you know that kind of thing I actually took a workshop from Sharon it was amazing and you talk about the five different voices the five different ways we can mm -hmm. receive message from spirits Yep. So you're now talking about an image. So what is that? That's the Claire. So, so that could be clairvoyancy, clairaudience, because I might be seeing things as well, uh, hearing things. So clairvoyancy, seeing. Okay. So that's so, clair So you get a lot of your message through clairvoyance. That's something yes. you have yes. sharpened and that's your direct yeah. path. Okay. Yes. Now, yeah. does everybody have that? If let's say someone's going to take a workshop to speak to spirit, uh, to learn how to, am I all of a sudden going to then just learn how to be a clairvoyant or am I going to maybe hear it through, you know, clear audience? You might hear it in a different way or see it in a different way or feel it. So you have clairvoyancy, which is clear seeing, clairaudience is clear hearing. So you don't, you might not hear it like you're hearing me. It's your own thoughts, right? Oh my so you, a thought might just come to your head. Yes. Right. You know, so you imagine a time, even a time when you've walked on the beach and you can hear the waves going. Right. Well, that's in your thoughts. It's a memory. But that's how it comes through with spirit. Really? You may hear, which is so much easier if you could, if someone could say, hey, I'm her dad and my name is this and blah, blah, blah. It'd be great. Not many people, I think, can hear like that. You feel things, clairsentience, it's feeling things on your body. So I give spirit permission to use my body to let me know if, you know, if they had any ailments or how they passed. Wait, Claire that's called what? That's called Claire Clairsentience. Clairsentience. Yeah. So it's like feeling. Okay. Mm -hmm. Claire, Claire Cognizant is knowing. You just know something. Mother's intuition, gut instincts, that yeah. kind of thing. Just, yeah. That's happened to me my whole life. There's just yeah. no way. And we do. But that's the thing. We all have this. Amazing. Right. It's just knowing it's just tuning into it and learning how to just kind of fine tune it and accepting and understanding it, the interpretations of what spirit are trying to tell you. It really is like playing charades with spirit. 
you can't hear them and you're not seeing them it's like them going okay it's a movie and you know and and it's or it's a book it really is like that so we have to try and interpret what it is that they're saying and so much fun and and it could be challenging too i think it depends on the person and how gentle they can be with themselves and then also not um allowing your mind to override what message you just got through yeah your ego yeah so there's learning that too right that's gonna allow you to be yeah. an incredible yeah put uh, your ego energy. aside you need to you, you need to do that which it's hard but sure. um i kind of go with the attitude like don't give a shit awesome, <laughs> awesome. Say that, but don't give a shit like i'm gonna give you what i get and i have to keep my ego aside and not think, oh, I can't say that, or I can't do that. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to be inappropriate. I mean, we do have to sometimes kind of word it in a way that is not hurtful or anything like that, right? Okay. But, you know, we got to trust there's a reason why spirit are coming through with what they're coming through with, whether it's forgiveness, healing, or, or something. We have to honor that, but we do have to be careful how we say it because and we don't want to hurt the client. Absolutely. And I did see that day at my retreat, how, and also at the other, um, the women's retreat, just these four people, how they got healed through what Sharon was able to do. It was, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I don't remember the readings, but it was so amazing. So, okay, so question, <laughs> why, why don't you remember the readings? What happens to you while you're, while you're channeling? Well, it literally is I'm channeling. I mean, the information is just coming through me and coming out of my, of, through my voice or, or okay. whatever. And obviously passing that message on once I've given it to you, it's got to go because if you imagine like all the readings that I'm doing and, and, and even in my own life, if I absorb everything and keep everything, oh my God, I'd be even crazier than what I am now. <laughs> right. So like, I, it, it doesn't. Now there are certain things I'll remember. There are certain things that will stick with me if it's a learning curve for me, like, because we get, because we, we get things symbolically a lot of times. So we have to interpret them. Like I was saying, now, if I'm learning something that is going to be an ongoing symbol, that will stay with me, right? Um, so if I use an example of someone passing and I'm getting a pain in my chest. So the first time it happened, it's like, well, why am I getting this pain in my chest? I don't know what this is. The person died of a heart problem. So the next time I did a reading and I got that pain again, I, I could then say to the client, you know what, I've had this before. Um, it meant a heart problem. Either they had a heart problem or they died of a heart attack. Would you understand that? And the client said, yes. Okay. So is this part of my symbol? We call it the psychic dictionary. Hmm. So then you test it again. If it happens the next time and it comes up and you say it, then you know that is your psychic dictionary. Amazing. Right? So every time that comes up, I know it's a heart problem. That's amazing. But it could be different for someone else. Right, right, right. I have so, another friend who has the same feeling, but it means stress. Okay, a friend who's a medium. Yeah, and, okay. and, and it, but it means stress for her, whereas for me, it's a heart problem. Incredible. So you, we could get the same symbols, but they right. mean different things. Right. So, so, we really just, have so we're always learning, always learning our psychic dictionary. Yeah, and you have to take a journal and just keep on 
checking yeah. what yeah. makes sense. Right, right. Um, yeah. I remember when I did take that workshop of yours, that incredible workshop, I believe it was, was it four hours or two hours? Um, I think that one, I think it was four hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, that was kind of a condensed version. Um, I do do like um, longer ones now. I'm doing like a, a like a full day, sort of 10, Excellent. 30, four. Excellent. Um, just to get more practice in. Excellent. And so there, so after Sharon led us through um, the five, I, could we say voyances? Voyances? Yes, sentience, Claire, uh, Claire, Claire's. I could just call them the five Claire's. Yeah. Um, learning about different ways that we can receive message from spirit. I then, we were then um, sent off into different rooms with um, the her apprentices. Apprentices, apprentices. I call them mediums in training. Mediums in training. <laughs> Forgetting English, and yeah. and so there was with this, you know, this woman, and all of a sudden, she started talking about my late best friend who sadly took his life, and she. But what was interesting was when when you Sharon, when you led us in the beginning through this beautiful meditation and. Um, you know, you opened us up and you guided us through. He came to me, but I pushed him on my mind. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, Jesse, no, no, no. Like, I want to speak to my aunt. I want to know how she's doing. Is she happy? All this. And I, you know, I, I feel that she is anyway, but I just wanted to speak to her. Like I was, or maybe my late Mimi, you know, my grandma. So I just disregarded him, but he's so ego, right? I was like, what are you doing in here? I got him out, but he wanted to come to me. And so when I was in this little chat room with this woman, um, mediumship in training, she started talking about Jesse. So she said, oh, I have a feeling in my stomach. Does that make sense? And so I didn't understand that, but Jesse had anxiety, a lot of anxiety at the time. So I wasn't even remembering that. Yeah. And so then she's like, oh, a blow to my head. And sadly he did take his life that way. And I'm like, uh oh, okay. But I wanted her to prove to me, right? Because I, you know, I know you can do this. This one's in training. So she has to give me more. So I was like, okay, this is making sense. But, you know, let's continue with this. And then she kept on going in more and more detail. So that's Claire's sentience, right? She was feeling it in her body, right? He feeling and she, yeah, she was feeling it in her body probably. And then she was seeing things as well. I mean, she would have been seeing things. I mean, as you go along, the chance that you use all your senses you know you'll know things you don't even know that you know it you feel things I mean there'll be one or two that'll be more prominent but the chances are most people will use all the senses just got to trust it and just be open I mean at the end of the day once you know once you know the differences you don't think to yourself oh am I seeing this or oh am I feeling that it just comes right and so you just give it out as you get it right yeah. you know you don't need to pinpoint it as okay. to what it is but okay that's just a training thing so you right. understand so yeah. yeah it was it was just unbelievable because she showed me how he's with me as one of my guides now and how he loves whenever I'm sad, I will blast music and dance. And he's like my biggest cheerleader. And it was so beautiful to know that because, yeah. you know, I was going through, you know, a sad part in my life at that time. And just to know that my late best friend is with me, like it was yeah. so interesting. I thought only loved one, like, I mean, I mean, family members would do that. So there's so much to learn about the, the spirit world and what happens 
no it's any it's anyone you've got a connection with and it, and it's even loved ones that you've never met you Incredible. mean like i don't i don't know i didn't really know my grandparents but i know that they're they're still there they're still with me you know they're all there and are you getting messages not only from your son are you getting from Matthew? Are you also getting different messages from your grandparents, from your guides? Are they talking to you often? Um, they do, they do. I mean, it's a knowing. It's an I know they're there. I don't feel my son as much as I used to when I first started doing this, but he is the one that I call on when I need when when a spirit loved one needs maybe a little bit of a help to come through. I'll call on Matthew and say, okay, you need to help them come in like show them the way or something like that or I'll just see him taking someone's arm or you know like you know and and he guides them in yeah I I don't get as many messages for myself now um as I yeah as I used to which it is I mean it is sad because obviously I'm you know yeah I still grieve but I do I do know he's there. I, I know he's in a better place. And I, 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 you know, I'm kind of at that stage now. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll come when I need him. That's amazing. I, I know. I just know he's there. It's he'll amazing. Come. So do you think that that's what they do in the beginning? That spirit, because they're with love, right? They're just with, with God, I believe, with source energy. Yeah. So do you think that they're doing that for us in the beginning when it is the most difficult time for us to? Yeah, and I then do. So, okay. Yeah, because in your own personal experience, oh my gosh, I hope one day you write a book, Sharon. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I am in the process. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Yes. So I know that for many people who take your workshops, they're of all different ages, I understand. So it doesn't really matter if you're in your 20s and you want to learn how to uh, sharpen this. It's really any age, right? That you can- Absolutely. I mean, I was 45 when Matthew died. So, um, and I had, I mean, there's so many people that I've met on this journey, which I'm so, so grateful for that. Like the people are just amazing. And there's so many of them that said, you know, they saw things when they were a kid and, and it frightened them and then they shut it down and blah, blah, blah. I had none of that. I don't remember any of that at all. All the only experience I had was going to mediums and going to psychics. So for me, like learning at 45, you know, developing at 45 and then and then starting my professional mediumship, probably when I was 50, is huge. So I mean, I want people to know that it doesn't matter how old you are or why you're doing it, whether you're early uh, 20s or 60 70 it doesn't matter if you're doing it just to for personal reasons just to connect with your loved ones or whether it's to be a professional medium or even to be a good sitter to be a good client ah when you're getting a reading ah having a reading done it's so because so many times like clients they want to tell you things A, a medium you don't tell them you validate what a medium has already told you like if I said to you, I've got a father here and blah, blah, blah. Do you understand that? Yes. Hmm. So many clients want to go, oh my God, yes. My daddy was a bus conductor and he did this and he did that. It's like, zip it. Yeah. Like, gosh, yeah, don't, don't give it away. say yes. You have a father in spirit, right? Now with me, like I'll get images and I'm, I'm giving it to you. If the client says, no, I don't understand that. 
I have to go back to spirit and say, okay, give it me in a different way. What are you trying to say? Why am, what am I misinterpreting? Like, you know, I'm either not saying it right or the client just might have forgotten as well. That exactly. Happened. And they might be blocking it. They or go something. away. They yeah. go away. They think that's what that meant. You know, there's lots of different reasons, but for clients, like do not feed, I would say, don't feed the monkey. Like don't feed the medium. Excellent. Just validate <laughs> what they told you. I like if that. I'm stuck, yeah. if I'm stuck and I don't know what something means or I'm not, I'm not getting, I'll ask, I'll say, okay, this is what I'm seeing, but I don't know what it means. I don't know how to interpret this information. Right. Then I will be, then I will ask, but as a rule, don't give too much away. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. So, and so coming to a workshop helps you do that. If you want, if you're, you know, just to be a good sitter. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. And also, um, do you ever offer like any demonstrations or anything for those who've never worked with you? I, I actually do online mediumship demonstrations. So what does that uh, look like? What is so that? so basically it's, it's on Zoom and it's just like doing it live. So I basically stand in front of the audience and you've got 20, 30 people in, in the audience or on Zoom. And I just connect with spirit and then I just throw it out there as to who can connect with this person. Right. So there are some mediums that go direct to one person and say, okay, Corinne, okay, I have a lady here, blah, 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 right? And, and connect with you. Um, I don't, I connect with spirit first. I'm spirit-based, so I connect with spirit and then I throw it out to the audience. And then hopefully, you know, maybe three or four people will put up and say, yeah, I can understand I'm a father in spirit with a heart attack. But eventually I'll eliminate it down to one person um, everything's on my website. Excellent. Um, and what is the website name? It's spiritsrwe.ca. So it's spirits with an S, then the letter R, W E dot C A. Spiritsrwe.ca. Sharon, you are incredible. I thank you so, so, so very much for taking the time to speak with me today and to share. My pleasure. Yeah, to share with you know my audience about for those who really don't know what mediumship is and for those who've never met you to hopefully work with you in the future, because trust me, Sharon's incredible. And if you do want to really harness your spiritual, I guess, abilities or your connection to spirit, then, you know, get in touch with Sharon because she just says it like it is and she's not going to sugarcoat it. Like I said it before. So if you really want to learn how to do it right, then go to Sharon. Thank you so, so, so Thank much, you, Sharon. God bless you, sweetheart. What a funny, honest, and amazing woman doing so much good for those in need of closure. To keep your light burning bright, let's recap on some of the things that Sharon shared with us. One, we all have psychic abilities. It's just a matter of tuning in and listening. Two, always remember to accept yourself for who you truly are to know yourself. And three, put your ego aside. I'd love to hear your thoughts on all of this, sweet sunshiner. Please subscribe and leave a review if this podcast speaks to you. Until next time, keep shining. <laughs>